Cody. What up? What's going on, Cody Durden? Welcome to Menace and the Man, Stan the Man, Dennis the Menace Bermudez. Man, nice to meet y'all. I don't think we met. Negative. No, this is a first. Thank you to Ali for hooking it up. For sure, for sure, man. They just let me know like two minutes ago, so <laughs> I'm here. Well, they just put you on the press tour, fresh off a win. For sure, for sure. This is like my fourth interview. I got another one at nine, so. What you got in that cup? Just get. Hey, I got that drink in my cup. Yeah. You already know. Because <laughs> you're from Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Georgia. You know, I got a little bit of Merlot, a okay. little red wine. Okay. Oh, yeah. classy. I like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I can't drink beer, man. I can't be getting bloated. I know. Um, Real quick, does your lady drink wine? For sure, absolutely. So my lady loves wine, and it's, you know, I feel weird drinking beer and her drinking wine, so I just like, I'll fucking drink, drink wine with you. Wine's classy. Dude, this fucking, fucking tastes great, dude. And actually, man, I didn't like it at first, but it's yes. a acquired acquired taste and now it's just like i don't want to fucking drink beer i like sure. just drink a, a two glass two glass of wine fucking wake up the next day go spar five rounds you're fucking good um well we always speak to algeri who says it's actually healthy for you i don't know if you know chris algeri uh wbo champion he fought pacquiao he's like was almost a doctor he always says how one alcohol or one alcoholic beverage a day a glass of wine is actually good for you thins your blood out, relaxes you, you know what I mean? So no problem. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've heard that as well, you know. Uh I, I saw damn Toporia, Ilya Toporia was drinking on his weight cut. He was like, man, it just helps relax my mind and get get my, my body away from uh from all that stress and and you know the self doubts and sure. I think he I think he only drinks uh, a glass or something like that, but I, I fuck with it. I feel, I feel it, but I'm not doing it. But I mean, dude, let me tell you something. When you cut weight and, and let's say it's Wednesday and you, you, you're fucking, you're already down, you know, 15, 20 pounds or whatever you got sure. to go. That shit will hit you like a motherfucker. Well, I know, I know it'll hit me. What makes you, uh, what makes you kind of drunk is how dehydrated you are. So if you're super yeah, yeah. hydrated and you, or you consumed a lot of salt, you won't get as drunk as if you were like dehydrated. So that's why like a couple beers after a workout is like, you're like, damn, this beer this fucking like core. It could be something light, like course light. Like, dude, I'm feeling this a little bit. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, I, I feel that because, uh, after my fight on, on Saturday, uh, I got a text from Jason Aldean. You, you ever heard of Jason Aldean? Yeah, for sure. And, uh, he was like, Hey man, uh, I just want to let you know, I gave you a, a VIP table at my bar and uh, everything's on the house. Enjoy your victory and I'll see you soon. And I was like, what? Dude, I ordered a fucking bottle of 1942 Don Julio, a bottle, a bottle of Don Perignon, a bottle of Grey Goose. Like all my guests, you know, they got whatever they wanted and uh, I fucking saw the bill. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, it was like $4,500. Jesus. So, you know, I tipped. The, I tipped all, all I had to cover was, you know, like the $800 tip. And uh, it was straight. And that fight was in Vegas, right? Nashville, oh. Saturday. Oh, right, right, Nashville. Now what, Jason Aldean, is he from Nashville? Was he at the fights? 
No, no, I met Jason Aldean at a fundraiser about, I think it was May 5th I met him. And uh, it was right after the Charles Johnson fight. I killed a, a Georgia state record turkey on that Thursday. And then I went to a fundraiser on Saturday and I was telling him about my turkey. And dude, we were just having a fucking great time. And uh, yeah, I guess he, I guess he likes me. I guess, I guess he fucks with me now. You know what I mean? Oh, so they were doing know. like the keys to the city type deal, like having like Cody Durden come. What were you? What'd you do to a turkey? You killed a turkey? Yeah, hunting. Yeah, yeah, I harvested. I harvested a turkey, uh, but it was the Georgia state record, and I was, was like, it? "What the?" F-? Uh, it was twenty pounds, but what made it a record is usually turkeys have spurs, and they're only like an inch and a quarter long. But my my turkey spurs were uh, almost two inches long, and then plus. The bird had, uh, usually they have one beard, you know? Yeah. And this bird had two beards and, uh, one was over a foot long and the other one was like a nine and three quarter inches long. So it's so weird what they like, uh, count like what's a record or not. Me, I would be like, yeah, yeah. How long is it? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So they measure it by beards, how long the beard is and how, uh, long the spurs are. So that's how you measure a turkey uh, in the deer and the uh, outdoor world. Right. And that was my first one, bro. I've never shot a fucking turkey before, Bower you know, but if God. you want to, you want to see that uh, it was uh, with a shotgun. Okay. But if you want to see the video, bro, it's on YouTube and it's got like 12,000 views. I think uh, it's fucking badass, dude. We had three cameramen and it was sick. That's always the way to do it. Get it from multiple angles. That's what we're now getting into here at Menace and the Man. You know, trying to get the cameras from catch Menace's reactions from all angles. Bro, think about this though. They've been hunting since since before you and I were even thought of. You know what I mean? And they've been getting records all these times. And your boy motherfucking got the record. <laughs> I got it certified and everything, dog. Like. Did you I'm get number one, baby. Do you, do you have the? Do you get it mounted? Or? No, I, I I hadn't got it back yet. It usually takes uh you know like six months to a year. But he told me he's gonna have it back to me within four or five months. You get the full and thing uh, yeah, yeah, full full Same. body mount. And uh, let, let me show you something. Yeah, let's have a game. Nobody nobody fucking believes me, dude. It's literally <laughs> one in seventy, one in seventy million, bro. It's probably probably more than that. Like one in fucking, I don't know, but I got that motherfucker. I got that motherfucker scored, and there's my certificate right there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, my got man. it scored by the the NWTF. Anyways, man, what y'all want to talk about? You want to talk about fighting? So not <laughs> wait, wait. So not a hunter, but you're winning hunting records. Not a professional. What would you call this? But he's winning. Uh... Yeah, I got. I'm on the Gets Book of Records. For what? I can't read it. I got the fastest time to drink a liter of lemon juice. <laughs> a, a liter straw, of lemon? Straw. What the? F- how did? How did you come up with that? It's not a big deal, dude. <laughs> nah, I was uh, one of my sponsors. <laughs> oh my God. I uh, was with G Fuel, and I was I was partnered up with Brittany Palmer, and then there was a bunch of other like YouTubers and streamers and video video gamers and shit like that. Um, so we did a, um, uh, fucking 
A, a challenge. Hunt. A drinking challenge. No, we did a hunt for a challenge. A, oh, a, 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 a scavenger hunt. hunt yeah. Right. And at the end, this one guy, Furious P, who's got like six million YouTube subscribers or whatever, he's he's got like twelve, you know, Guinness Book of World Records, and uh, so he's like, "Let me take a shot at this one. I think I can beat it." So they asked us all to do it. We had like a race, and your boy came in on top. You know. God damn, but boy! Listen- I bet. I bet you could fucking suck a bowling ball through a straw, couldn't you? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, there is. There's another video out there where he goes to sake. He's the guy who drinks the whole sake bottle. Oh, where the guy's shooting the hibachi. Yeah, hibachi. Oh, you got it. It gets hard from the squeeze at the end, and it starts like sputting out. I hate when they oh you got they do it and they take it away. I'm like, come on, man, let's get wild. Oh, you got more than one record? No, just that. I'm just that, I, I, hibachi. I'm oh. a problem. I'm a problem. We was <laughs> He might have that record. We haven't gone into that yet. That could be a thing, though. One hundred percent. But so you're on a little winning streak now. As you start getting up, man, this has been there. The names are gonna start coming at you. You train with American Top Team. Do you get any rounds with Pantoja? Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. So yeah, we we do we do a lot of rounds. Okay. And dude, he 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 dude, he 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 helped me get so much better, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh he used to beat the fuck out of me, bro. And now now you know it's we're good, you know what I mean? I'm good, he's good and and uh it's awesome, bro. He's a good good guy and and I'm so proud, you know, he's the champion and uh you know, I told him when, when I first went with him, when I met him in 2018, I was like, bro, you're going to be the fucking champion one day. And then he looked at me. He was like, man, if it comes, it comes. If not, I'm not really worried about it. I'm just trying to put food on the plate, you know, for my family. And I was like, nah, bro, you're going to be the champion. And then after he won, I kept telling him the whole camp because I helped him with the camp just a little bit uh, because I had just fought. But uh I kept telling him, bro, you're going to fucking be the champion, you know, and he did it. Oh, for sure. So how long you been training with him? Uh, Man, I met him in 2018. Oh, because that's what so, I was saying. Uh, Once you start getting to the names, you're not that many fights away from title contention at 125. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm a fucking problem, bro. So if, I'm, if I'm, I'm battle tested, bro. Board, if his name comes across your 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 desk, are you signing or are you gonna hopefully someone beats him and then kind of like an Aljamain well, Rob thing? Or... Have you guys had the discussion yet of potential? No, nah, man, I, that's that's too far ahead, bro. I like, I don't I don't even want to go down that road right now. You know what I mean? Like, imagine somebody you looked up to, somebody you fucking trained with, somebody you 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 fucking like Aljo and Marab. You know what I mean? Like. We'll cross that path if it ever comes, but I don't even want to talk about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, understand. I, I hope y'all can. I, I hope y'all can respect that. You no, know? for sure. Oh, no, 100%. Egypt was just a name that popped out, so then I could even go like Moreno. We were gonna say jokingly, you can call out anybody at 125 except Matt Schnell's like our guy. You know, Cody Durden's gonna become one of our guys now that we got you on the show. But we're big Matt Schnell fans here. But that could potentially be a fight. But we wouldn't want to. You know. But you got any names on your radar at the moment? Now that you're four wins in a row, one win away from maybe top five. Man, honestly, dude, I just take it one fight at a time. You know what I mean? Uh, Because 
that's all that matters in life is the next one. That's all that matters. You know, I don't, everybody talks about, Oh, I'm going to do this, that dude. I just hope to have a good performance. Uh, I don't really give a fuck about the results. I kind of want to be the Kevin Holland of the the flyweight division. I just enjoy fighting and life's like this, bro. Just like this up and down, you know, the highest highs and the lowest lows. And, uh, you just got to get past the next one. You know what I mean? So a couple so things. That's what... I, I love talking to guys like you, you know, because I've there's things in my career that I would have done differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I, I speak a lot with, like, Chael Sonnen. And my, my manager works with Chael Sonnen, you know? So one thing is Chael's – one of the things he's done so well is he's a character, right? So right. when you're fighting, right, you spoke about stress and stuff like that. And it eases a little bit of stress if, like, you didn't lose. Like, like for example, me, like, if I had a character, like, the menace, and I, like, when I was fighting or doing interviews, I was the menace, my, it would take a little bit of pressure off. Like, I didn't lose, like, the menace lost. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, one, I see what you... That's one thing. Like, Chael does, and you see, like, like, Kobe Covington, I've talked to Kobe. That's not... The Kobe you see in interviews is not really Kobe. Conor McGregor, yeah. I, I don't, I've never met him or spoke to him, but I would imagine he's similar. At least I saw like the documentary. Where he seems like a pretty stand-up guy, nice guy. We every every top-level fighter is a is a nice guy. Normally, there's there's very few guys that are like a legit premium dick, right? When you say. Yeah, yeah. We've all I mean, been humble, put in our dues, and you know respect across the table, you know? Uh, but these guys that are getting the attention, it's the squeaky wheel. For example, so well, Stan just asked you, you have any names? You should be like, yo, I want so-and-so. Because the UFC hears these things and sees these things and will make it happen. And it's no disrespect. Yeah. I loved when someone I heard my name be called out. Like, Max Holloway, I'm like, you want to get your ass beat again? I was like, send it up. You know? Yeah, so yeah, shit yeah. like that, yeah. it's just... It's all, I mean, you could do it like, yo, I'll fuck him up, fuck him, fuck his mom. Or you could be like, I want so-and-so because his number is higher, is lower than mine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but uh, at the moment, I'm not in that situation right now. I, so I have a fight lined up. Going forward. So one of my things my manager always told me was have a name it loaded oh, okay, in the yeah. shotgun. As soon as they hand you that mic, no one gives it like, they always say, like, no one gives a shit about, you know, I know if you're religious, God or thank God. Like, dude, do that later. Mm-hmm. You have fucking 20 seconds on that microphone to send a message. And sometimes people send out a good message about let's protect this earth, whatever. And people love that or the whatever community. And that's all good. But if you call someone out, it's probably going to get make it happen, you know? Well, let me ask you this. Have you followed my career? Like, honestly. You probably haven't because if no. you know me, when I get on the fucking mic, uh, I'm known to say some fucking badass shit. You know what I mean? I like I'm it. I'm the mother I'm the motherfucker that said send them back to China. You remember that? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, no? yeah, yeah. It fucking went viral, right? You know. Well, that's I'm the, the motherfucker. Stuff. Keep that shit up, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But that shit that shit had so much heat, bro. Oh my god. And also, uh, dude, like well, even my thing views. is the name. And, and I didn't say it. Hey, I I said it uh out of ignorance. Like I didn't say it out of like uh 
I'm a racist motherfucker. I don't like Chinese people sending them back. I simply meant, you know, he's from China. He lived in China. I have to send him back home with a loss. But it came out like, oh, you know, he was tough, but I knew I had to send him back to China where he came from. That's what I said. But I meant like I had to send him back to China because, you know, that's where he's from and and send him back with a loss. Right. But the whole fucking social media fucking like, oh, you're a racist, blah, blah, blah. I had fucking 5,000 messages on this side saying that you're a hero. I love you. And 5,000 messages on this side saying you're a piece of shit. You're a cunt, blah, blah, blah. And so after I did that, it was kind of like I had I had a bad stigma. So like, let's say my buddy uh, Moicano, like he don't want to fucking repost me. You know, he don't want to retweet me or my coach Diego Lima. He don't want to fucking repost me. You know what I mean? Because that carries heat. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I didn't mean to do that. You know what I mean? It just fucking happened. You know, like. I didn't fucking know. And then I called out Jeffrey Molina in the same interview. And then I've called out many fighters before and I don't fucking get the fights I want. So guess what? I stopped doing them home. Yeah, that's, that's the trick. I stopped fucking calling people out and they keep asking, who do you want next? Dude, whoever the fucking UFC gives me, you know what I mean? I, I don't turn down fights and uh whoever they fucking give me, that's, that was my response because I've, I've done I've the done, same thing. I've, you know, I've listened Whoever they'll give me, I'll, you know, I just want someone better than me. And it's like, eh. like, 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 dude, just take some chill shit. Anderson Silva, you suck. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, for sure. That would be like, like, <laughs> if you did that next, that would be almost like, uh, it would be you steal. That'd be like almost, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, um. Like, I icing on the like cake. A... Well, just even how you caught fire last time. You know how it is. You're just going to jump the rankings verbally. Sure. You got to sure. say the right name. And even if they're not giving you the fight, you'll get something. You'll get something when they yeah, start yeah. matching yeah, people up. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I know you talked about uh, Chell Sonnen. Well, the Charles Johnson fight, uh, you didn't hear the Chell Sonnen quote that I quoted. And only one motherfucking person out of this whole fucking social media knew who the fuck I quoted. I quoted... Uh, Chell Sonnen, I'm a bad man like John Jones, and I sound like Sean Combs, and I got trombone-sized stones like John Holmes. And I said that on the post-fight interview, and shit fucking went crazy, but nobody knew where I got it from. So there's a little secret right there, you know what I mean? Oh, the hardcores knew where you got it from. Uncle Chell, like we've, whenever, a thing that we like to do even is we get people on, and you're giving us the gold, is we like to relive people's moments. So whenever we have Chell on, yeah, we're just like, oh, Chell. Do you remember the time you said this? You know, we love those type of moments. So are you, uh, yeah. Are you like pre-planning these things or this is all just, it comes out like you're not rehearsing or going in there with, oh, this is what I'm going to do after a win. Right. It's tough. Some, what do you mean? It's, I know. Yeah, I know. Tough. Like, right. You're just, let's go in there. Let's get a win. Let's get out. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. It's tough. I mean, you know, we're all human. We don't fucking know a hundred percent that we're going to fucking win. It's we're going into the unknown, you know, anything can happen, but at the same time, man, like you want to try to prepare a little bit, but me, I, I like to, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm very fucking emotional and I put so much fucking work in bro. Like if, if I sent you my oh, schedule, yeah. you'd be like, what the fuck? He's lying. You know what I mean? And, uh, 
that's really the last thing I'm worried about. You know, I, I, I worry about my performance and sure. uh, how, how I can get in there and fucking be the best version of Cody. Sure. How, how is your weight in general? How haven't you get? Dude, when I took that fight, uh, I took the fight on two and a half, three weeks notice. Which sometimes it's kind of was... nice, right? You're just like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's send it. There's not a lot yeah, of build yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, Jake Hadley had talked so much shit about me and, oh, you're scared of me. Uh, you don't want to fight me. I said, dude, you're at the back of the short bus, Junior. Like, I've been in this fucking division, you know? That's what I told his ass. And uh, then he got two wins in a row, two, two good knockouts. And I was like, his opponent pulled out two and a half weeks. And I was riding in the uh, car with my wife on the way back. I said, this motherfucker's opponent pulled out. I said, I'm about to get this fight. I was just playing. She was like, I bet you won't. I'm like, oh, shit. Wow. I fucking I fucking messaged uh my my manager Ali okay. and Lester and then and then they messaged Mick and uh he said he loves it. He'll get back to you. And I was like, You bitch. You just got me <laughs> <laughs> And then and then like it hit me. I was like, All right, well, game let's on. fucking go. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just man, I just having fun, man. This is all fun to me, you know what I mean? Like once I started having fun and stopped sure. worrying about the results, it's just like, right. you could tell I was having fun, man. Pointing at this motherfucker, and you know, it wasn't no fun when I was in that armbar, though. God damn. <laughs> but even what you were saying there, the matchmakers love it when you do their job. They love that. So the times you have yeah, pulled yeah. out guys, they just didn't hear it right. But that top fifteen. I feel like especially that 125 is almost where you see the most discrepancy in some of the matchups with the numbers. Well, the thing is, is because I, I remember being in the top 10, it's like it has to make sense. Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be a rhyme or I feel like Also, the timing of the dance. Like, they yeah. just fought, like, you know, and they're banged up. You got to wait till they're healed up. Yeah. Like Even though I... you're ready to go, they might not be, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, for sure. I don't remember. Hey, guys, I don't. I was going to say. I don't mean to be rude. But I had a prior commitment yeah. to uh, uh, to do something at nine nine p.m. Another interview. Oh, for sure. I and, remember. Uh, yeah, I got you going at nine. Yeah. So you want to get out of here now? We got you for another minute. No, no, no. I got three minutes, bro. All right. Do you smoke weed? I don't. No, I don't smoke, bro. You know why I don't smoke? I like smoking, but I don't smoke. You know why? How come? Cause I need my motherfucking lungs. That's why. That was, <laughs> Cause I, I need my lungs. Dabbled. That's why I never dabble. <laughs> you know what I mean? A funny compliment or comment that people were leaving on the Nate Diaz, uh, Jake Paul thing. were like, I can never bet on Nate Diaz cause he has diminished lung capacity. He smokes too much weed. Might've been Dennis with his burner, <laughs> with his burner account. Mm. <laughs> and then married, right? Damn, didn't. Yeah. I'm married with two kids and, uh, my wife is fucking smoking hot, dude. Oh, for sure. That's the go way you got to go, go, right? Go, you always got to go, date go. up. Yeah, bro. Go look at uh, her OnlyFans, man. Like, you can see, like, butt-ass naked, bro. Badass. Wow. You, you I'm just fucking with you. you how, how, what kind of, of bankroll is that? I'm just, hey, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> oh. Y'all motherfuckers, hey, the look on y'all's face. <laughs> I was like... My next question was going to be like, you sent me there. I'm just letting you know. You sent me there. <laughs> no, man, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, she's absolutely gorgeous, though. Research purposes. Research purposes, you know? That's why I check out the OnlyFans. <laughs> but, yeah, Cody, we're, we're just getting back into the swing of things. You're actually our first guest that we've had in a minute. 
So we try to always go a little bit around fighting and whatnot. You know, we like to talk about street fights and things like that. So if you ever got a good street fight story you want to lay Next on us. Next time we get them on, I want your best street fight story. I know you got a few in, in the barrel. Dude, you know, I, I had 80 write-ups in middle school and high school and almost went to an alternative school. And, dude, I have so many stories, bro. And uh, wrestling saved my life because they stopped suspending me. They stopped uh, sending me to ISS, and they started taking away my wrestling uh, on the weekends. And I was like, fuck that, dude. I was, like, a badass. I was a good wrestler, you know, like, uh, top of the state. And uh, they started taking that away. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm seated number one. How can you, you know, take me out of this tournament? And like, we don't care. And once they started doing that, they found out like, all right, this he's going to think about it before he does it. And so, dude, sports really, uh, you know, it's detrimental to kids, you know, coming up because I, I believe that it can straighten a kid up. Sure. Oh, for sure. We Especially love those stories. Yeah. Menace is actually jumping back into wrestling this weekend. We love wrestling, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, all those things. You got to put your kids in sports. But we'll let you get out of here. Well, don't be a stranger. Let's get you back on in like another week or two, a couple weeks when you get your next fight booked or something, when you want to chill, drink some wine with us, drink some yeah. G Fuel. You know, we're just shaking Dude, up my, the dust my, here. My, ne my next fight's already booked, brother. It's oh, September okay. 23rd. September 23rd, six weeks versus Bruno Silva. Fuck yeah. So you booked that right out of this last fight? No, I already had it booked, and uh, I still took a short notice fight, and... Uh, I'm still fighting Bruno Silva next. Oh, Dude, so they kept they kept that. They kept that. I saw that they pulled you off that card. That's the same exact fight they're keeping you on that card. They pulled me off. They, well, you know I what I mean. They, they, they put you in this one. Usually, that means you might have a thirty-day oh, yeah, medical. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, no. They asked me uh, when I when I took this fight. He was like, "I'll give you this fight." I was like, "All right, cool." And then he was like, "Do you still want to fight the the?" September 23rd or no? I said, fuck yeah, I'm fighting September 23rd. Yeah, I said, if healthy. I come out of this fight, yeah, yeah. Send so, me them checks. Uh, luckily, my arm is made of rubber, so. That's what you got to do. You know? Jesus Christ. Yeah, Y'all didn't see the fight, did you? Because I was stuck in that arm bar, and my arm almost snapped for a minute. No, I saw the fights. I, was, I saw the fights, but. Yeah. Menace never really watched the fights. I gave him the play-by-play. -play. I was also in Dallas at the Jake Paul fight, so a lot was going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it's understood. You know, people have things going on in their life. But, dude, I promise you, you want to go back and watch this fight because it was insane. I had him in an anaconda. He was gargling. The crowd was going nuts. Then he, he bellies down. He arm elbow drags me, takes my back gets me in a reverse triangle and has my arm like this for like three minutes. And I was just grim or not three minutes for at least 45 seconds to a minute. And Felt I was like just grimacing. Minutes. Yeah. You look double jointed or something. No, it, there. It, 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 dude, it was a minute. It was at least a minute or two. And, uh, dude, I thought my arm was going to snap, bro. And it didn't fucking snap. And I got out and, uh, won the, won the fucking round. So, just, just, I promise you, you don't want to miss this fight. It was insane, bro. Go back and watch this shit. We're going to watch it right after we get off with you. And then you got to fight in a few weeks. So we'll grab you back in a few weeks. You're the man, Cody. Thank you for the time. Hey, hey, uh, nice meeting you guys. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, bro, we fucks with you. Thank you, man. All right, Bye. man. I like that guy. Yeah. You know like where I was going with that. I wanted him to be like Suma Derji, you Chinese piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> 
But yeah, I've seen a little bit of his stuff. I've seen that he does the call outs and whatnot. But yeah, I gotta I gotta get watching more fights. We're scrambling here, guys. We're trying to get ourselves back together with the content. And that was our first guest in a minute. So yeah. I thought it went well. I thought it went great. I thought it was awesome. Um, so tell me more about the the Jake Paul experience. It was great. Dallas. You've been to Dallas, right? Yes, but I was fighting. I was there on business, so I didn't really that's one that's another thing that I miss on like that i feel like i messed up in your career in my career was hey don't fly me back on sunday let me i'll pay for the hotel give me monday and tuesday or something even yeah a day. let me hang out here for a couple days and, and check out this area you know but i would rush back to well rush back to my kids i guess or you know well know. life life because i would i would be away from my kids for almost like two weeks yeah you know and also the camp you're in your fucking head and you're in a crazy place. Sure. Yeah. You're not like, it's almost like those, here, take your son. You know, like, yeah, I'm done yeah. with him. Yeah, you yeah. get your little bit of yeah. your two minutes, but. I got to rest or whatever. But it was, it was fun. My first time to Dallas, really hot, really hot. But dry? Dry, desert, like. You're also fat, so. Just everyone said the same thing. Really hot and dry. But it was a nice place. Like, it was uh, different from Florida. Florida obviously has the breeze, but just weather well, was nice. Florida is humid as well. Yes. You're, yeah, it was dry, but it was, you know, nice. Can't complain much other than it just being 111 degrees. But not Florida, 111 degrees. Well, 111 degrees in Florida, you're fucking soaking wet. Yeah, you're dying. Or even in south, further south Florida, apparently it's worse, but... Just Nate. In Key West, they had the highest temperature just, in the water. If we can go there, just Nate didn't get it done is what some of the headlines that I saw people saying. I saw like that was Bisping's and a lot of people's headline. Nate Diaz didn't deliver. Nate Diaz didn't get it done. What do you mean? He's got the losses already on his record that don't even matter. He's almost 40 years old. The losses don't matter though, right? He right. didn't. He even said after the fight, I was like, do you think you lost the fight oh do you think you won the fight and he said no i didn't think i was winning the boxing competition but i had this single leg early in the fight and the guillotine and if it was a real fight it was oh, a boxing competition sure. i lost the boxing competition and he said he's like you know richard my boxing coach is like sure there were some things i could have did and i could have tried to win the boxing match and richard was mad at me but you know does he, he really lose he doesn't I, really lose right i i would imagine it was a purse to fight not a win lose purse yeah you know i don't know what he got though because then the after the fight jake paul was like i'll fight in mma i think the way he said it was he's gonna get 10 million jake jake to right. fight in mma yeah so then i asked nate if he's getting 10 million what do you want and nate's people were like it'll be more than 10 million okay. so let's see what that you know i don't know we'll see what the report reported payout <laughs> Yeah, get <laughs> money. And then Nate's just like like I was saying to you, Nate is a comedian. Yes. There's no he way is. he doesn't know how funny he is. No, I think he just when he does interviews, he talks to uh, anybody like he probably talks to his brother. He uh, just says whatever the fuck he wants. Doesn't really care about your feelings. Just. And then the whole whole uh, real fight Inc. group. All those guys all have a Diaz vibe to them. All like a Stockton vibe to them. The like whole undercard was all like It was a lot it was almost MVP versus his guys, and then there were a couple of other matchups and the fights were good. 
all the fights I thought were good. The undercard, all the fights were like entertaining. They had, cl- you know, climactic moments. I thought Jeremy Stevens would have murdered that guy. That dude, you did you watch that? No. Or, yeah, that dude's just tricky. He he was uh, like a young Diaz brother, if you will, where everything Diaz or um, Stevens would throw, that dude was just moving and moving and gliding, and then what's up, bam, and like landing just these weird angle uppercuts and right. punches and crafty. Yeah. So one of the things in boxing is just it's kind of like fencing a little bit in terms of getting touches to set up big shit. Where Jeremy Stevens. You're, he's trying, every punch he throws, he's trying to kill you. And so obviously everyone's always banged up going into a fight. But Nate said, he's like, I, try, I hurt myself. I had injury coming into the fight. I'm sure Jake was banged up coming into the fight too. But Nate didn't try to keep range at all. Tried it just to be all dirty boxing where he probably could have had more success. Maybe being a little bit more rangier, mixing well, it in. He's had a lot of success in MMA doing that. And also, like you said, he's 40. So the volume to make Jake tired, I don't think was there. And then even flip the coin. The moments when you thought, oh, Jake is tired. I was watching. I was like, Jake's tired. Jake's looking tired. Jake circles out. And Jake gets, you know, eats the punches and gets back to it. Gets back on his bicycle and back to his jab and back to his, you know, it's very, like, simple, fundamental. It went 10 rounds, right? Yeah, it went 10 rounds. Right, it was originally scheduled for... Eight, and then Nate requested two more rounds. And listen... When Jake Paul first came on the scene, I was like, this guy's a joker. He's a clown. This, get out of here. He's earned my respect and, yeah. you know. Oh, you want two more rounds? Okay, two more rounds. To go 10 rounds with Nate Diaz, no matter what you're going to say about his boxing, I'm talking about 10 rounds, the athlete Nate Diaz, the cardio that we've seen sure. on display in fights is impressive. Sure. Think of what he did to Woodley. What he did to Askren. Twice. And even if you say he underestimated twice. Even if you say those guys underestimated him in the record books and what happened on fight night is all that the story winds up being years down the road. You know, like when the when it's all said and done. Right. I forget that me and you will be like, Ben took him lightly and Ben wasn't in shape. No, no, no. He knocked Ben Askren out. Ben's fighting Logan next, no? No. Ben, Logan's fighting Dylan Dennis. So that picture that was a rumor. That was a rumor. Okay. But the way that those fights get done, I'm noticing, is almost like the tenth hour. Like there's a couple people on the table, then at the last hour, a deal gets done. So. So he's fighting Dylan Dennis. I feel like he's gonna murder him. Should murder him, unless Dylan gets some good boxing in. No. You. He could. What do you mean? He could Chris Avila, Jeremy Stevens easily. With some tricky southpaw shit. That's what Chris Avila did to Jeremy Stevens. Bam, bam, nah, son. Oh, you in the UFC? Missed. Bow. That's like what he was doing to Jeremy Stevens. I was watching it like, what the fuck, Jeremy? You can't hit him? Kill him, Jeremy. You can't hit him? And he was like, bam, bam, nope. (laughs) Bow. And then I asked them after the fight, the... Uh, forget Alan Sanchez and Chris Avila. I was like, what was it like training with Nate? And he was like, a lot of boxing. We knew this fight was coming for a minute. The whole camp, we just boxed. I guess they stepped away from jiu-jitsu. He was like, a lot of boxing rounds with a lot of high-level boxers. And so maybe if Nate was training and Nate hurt his shoulder and pulled off the gas pedal a little bit, Chris Avila was still in there getting his work in, getting rounds in. Chris Avila came out and looked, you know? But... Physically, he looks like shit. So does Nate. Nate didn't. 
Physically, did Nate look like he can go 10 rounds? No, but because of his, you know him. No, I... Did you see that one clip, too, of Nate trolling him in the ring that yes, I posted? Yes, like, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what <laughs> um, So even, yeah, much respect. Like my respect went from nothing, went from less than yes. nothing for Jake Paul to now it's up there. Cause, and I talked to Shane Mosley. I had a good conversation with Shane Mosley. Shane Mosley was like, like, we put him through the work, too. Because I said the same thing, like, with B.J. Flores. B.J. Flores isn't going to take on somebody if they're not serious sure. and if they're not legit and they're sure. not going to go through the same things all his good guys go because then his name's on it going out there. Right. Makes him look like shit. Right. Shane Mosley was like, I started with him, and then I wasn't able to keep up the obligations, so he started working with B.J. Now I've been back with him for this last fight. Shane Mosley, one of the best boxers of yeah. the last fucking 50 years, whatever, professionally amateur now he's getting into training his son's a pro and i was saying to him i'm like you don't work with a lot of fighters he was like no I work with jake i work with my son i work with a few guys and very so that way i'm not spreading myself and i'm able to and, focus yes. on zone yes. in and, and wait, you've wait. seen that with mma guys leaving big gyms because i didn't get enough attention well then even when i'm like are you going to be in his corner and he's like no he's got jay leon love is still with him and heavily involved who was a uh, boxing champion he's the one who remember we had him yes. on the show back in the day and he's the one who had that thing with woodley yes. you don't know about these boxing glove you don't know about these yeah. you know yeah that would have been bad yeah that would have been bad <laughs> bad yeah that would have been like woodley no don't do it tyron because <laughs> he got face he's like you don't know where i'm from yeah because woodley woodley made it like i don't even know you and he was like oh you don't know me i'll fucking show you real quick but speaking of Ben Askren, he's chasing Masvidal. Woodley did have a blast double there in a hallway or something where they were right there. Okay. But if they were to put on gloves. Yes. The yes, gloves. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yes. I don't want to sell Woodley too short. Yes. Yes. I Yeah. In a, in a legit street fight. And then even it's like Jake Paul, he gets very compliments, a lot of compliments about how he picks the perfect opponents. Woodley, something was going on there. We saw it in the end of his MMA career, and then we saw it when he fought Jake Paul, where he just like, I don't even throw punches anymore. And then every now and then, he'd throw one, land it, and be like, yeah, I still got it. And then the other guy be like, now I'm going to fuck you up because you hit me once. And then they'd fuck him up. Woodley lost it somewhere, but Jake Paul. Well, it's another one. Woodley's 40. And then that's obviously the what people are going to say is he's fighting all old people. He's fighting all past his prime MMA fighters. And then when he fought a young boxer, he lost. Even Tommy Fury is about to fight KSI. I think he fucks KSI up. I think so, too. And I think they're just going to... So now it went from, because they're delaying, it went from Jake Paul and KSI fighting each other with both O's on their record, no losses, to now they're both going to have that one, and the one's going to be Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury is going to kill off this YouTube boxing mega fight or make it a little less valuable. But even then, it's still valuable. It's still Pacquiao. Yes. It's still the Pacquiao Mayweather of YouTube boxing. So, How about YouTube boxing's a thing? Bro, I told you I dropped the ball this week and I could have had you fighting B-Dave or Taylor Holder. I will say that. Taylor Holder and B-Dave, pretty fucking cool. They're cool. Okay. They weren't like douchey. They were like, yep, we're YouTubers, we're vloggers, ask me. Go ahead, my, go ahead, big fucking gentleman with your fucking curly hair, ask away. Well, they get the camera being out. Yeah. They've done it. They're, they've been on the other side. And then that one dude, Taylor Holder, that dude fucks. Like, just seeing that dude, every time I saw him, he was 
flirting with some hot chick. And then just every single time, you know, he used to date the girl Summer Ray. I was almost like, if I had a cowboy hat, I would have tipped it to him every time I walked past him, you know? <laughs> like at one point, I was like, oh, let me go check out the ring car girls. I check out the ring car girls. Uh, as they walk past me, the one girl goes, Taylor, Tyler, and fucking runs over to him. And then he looks at the camera and is like, Jesus. good for him. Famous TikToker. And then even I have a video I asked him, when's he going to fight Bryce Hall? Because he was friends with some guy, Bryce Hall, who's fighting a TikToker, is fighting this weekend in Bare Knuckle. I know. And he's fighting. Oh, the guy you tried to fight. Yeah, yes. yeah. So his, his former best friend is who I was talking to. Okay. And I asked him what he thought. And he was like, yeah, he's not going to win. He's not going to win. No. Imagine if he does, though. He's going to be the problem, not that you'd have this issue with the guy B. Dave or anybody, is those guys are going to be coming wild, swinging heavy for that little, you know. Right. So you got to just wither that, maybe stick them with a two while they're doing that, or right. just break them fucking down. Tyrone Spong, go, them. Like, oh, no, I'm going. You're coming head on? Coming head on too, my guy. <laughs> but great weekend of fights. I enjoyed the DAZN MVP. MVP seems like they put on a great show. And then the add-in of the Real Fight Inc. and the Diaz aspect. So even we'll we'll try to wrap this up. There was a point, too, at the pre-fight thing, like at the open workout. Nate came out and was like, that's good. Yo, let me ask some questions. And they were like, that's the open workout? He was like, yeah. His open workout was like he came out and walked around the ring, shadow box, and then was like, let's ask some questions. Where the weed at? Where the blunts, you know? <laughs> and then just is a fucking G. You know, I enjoyed it. And then they're like, all right, Jake's ready. Jake has all his people here. Jake's ready. I'm not getting out of the ring yet. And then Nate walks away. Then the big, bold, jack security guard goes up to him and is like, hey, man, you got to go. Like, we're done. Jake's about to come in the ring. We're security for the event. Like, gives him the whole rundown. I'm watching this conversation. looking Nate looking right at the guy. The guy's like, I'm security for the event. We got to get you out of the ring so Jake can come in. And Nate goes, <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> And I just, I then turned to the other media guys that I was talking to, and I'm like, Nate just totally ignored that guy. You see the guy then turn around, like, what, the f oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do right now? I'm going to get jumped by this fucking Diaz army, you know? All of them were in there? A good amount of them. Not Jake Shields and all them. They weren't there yet, but he was rolling 20 deep. Nick Maximov and a couple of the, you know, okay. Avila and all these guys all ready to fucking go. I have a video. I went up to Nick Maximov, and I made him laugh. I was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, just bullshitting. And then I was like, you're the crew. You're the crew. And he started laughing. I was like, you know, Nate, that's famous Nate Diaz line. My crew will fuck your crew up. How about that? Nick Maximal is one of the guys that would be running up to fuck you up. So. Oh, my God. Um, switching gears a little bit. Um, a good friend of the show, Chris Wade, lost. And then, so both guys that I thought was going to make the finals at Featherweight in the PFL lost. Yeah. Bubba Jenkins, would he run out of gas? Or he got, he got punched? I didn't watch that fight. I heard he got fucked up. But then the Wade fight, I was watching in and out. I thought Wade was winning. Like every, you know, I saw him getting hit a little bit. And he did get caught, you know, with some yeah. punches. The guy was a little yeah. sharp on the feet. But close fight. I'd have to rewatch it. I heard from somebody who watched the fight that the other guy, what was his name? Braga. Braga. Mm -hmm. Was the intent on his punches looked more severe. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So if I'm flicking at you and I throw 25 flicks at you and you throw 15 punches that almost take my head off if they were like hit. We're, we're talking postseason, right? Playoffs. Yes. Yeah. Split decisions go to five-minute overtime. That's like a thing, man. When you guys, the fighters, don't want to be that guy, but they need a union for that specific reason. That's what well, They needed, they should have seven yeah. judges. The judging system should be overhauled or the pay. You're giving us one of these two things. Either the judge. Because you saw the one guy gave or, it 2730 weight. Yeah. Another judge watching the same fight gave it 2730. Or not, or not even one of these things. Both of them should, but then if one of them kind of can wash out the other one, it's either got to be a guaranteed pay. So you're giving me my show and my win, and that's my guaranteed purse, my purse, my show. You know, I'm showing up for and getting paid. Playoffs that. or for any fight. Okay. Or the judging's got to be overhauled so that way the other half of my money is not in the hands of incompetence. And right. you know, right. I'm there. You've been there. I look at the ring car girls when they walk past me. I look at fucking whoever famous sure. and the uh, fighter I've and whatever. Been at fights and, and have seen, seen judges on their phones watching yeah. videos and the fight is going on right in front of them me watching i've seen ten thousand fights it's easier to watch a fight on a monitor than it is to watch it live one in a million percent so judging's got to be overall to say separate room we've we've gone over all these what should split could, the, yeah we'll get we don't we'll get on a rant for hours split decisions should go to five minute overtimes so now, the and then it's like you know, let's gladiator shit. Who really wants this? Because the judges thought this fight was bullshit. It's split. They can't decide who won. Who wants this? Five minute overtime. Go, pussies, and then walk out of the ring. And the guys like, I'm not a fucking pussy. I'll fucking kill this guy. He's, and the other half of your money is five minutes away. The judges think it's a split decision. The other half of your money is five minutes away. Now, go. Could there be? a an overtime like first takedown or first person to get dropped well no what do no? you no i feel like if a person gets dropped that solves that round i think right you probably won so you want you won that five minute round let's get the little time allotment what do we have 10 fights five minutes i guess that adds another hour potentially though but it's worth it i think it'll give a greater that five-minute overtime, think of overtime in sports, overtime in football, over extra innings in baseball is exciting. Give me overtime in my playoff sports, especially the PFL. Mm, I think the UFC should do it too, though. For contender fights? For everything. And then literally have Bruce Buffer in the ring. The other half of your money is on the line right now. You don't think both of those guys are going to put my mouthpiece in, put my mouthpiece in, I'm killing, you know? I have my control right now. I'm taking it out of the hands of these three judges who got it wrong or these seven judges if they change it. Sure. Yeah. Split decisions. Go to overtime. I like it. Yeah. But Jake Paul, Nate Diaz was great. Menace went camping. How was your camping trip? Good? Brought the kids. You know, it's like 10, 9, 8-year-olds running around. It's like herding cats. Yeah. Hey, stop. No, get down. I had a sick Rob Bones. They're going to so. do whatever they want to do. I just made friends with some strangers in Dallas while Rob Bones was sick. Oh. Yeah. But I got some good stuff, so I'll be posting it on Menace Tube, Menace and the Man in the coming days. Okay. You didn't take anything from your camping trip. You should almost Vegas vacation that shit. 
Oh, or National Lampoon, your do- trips, yeah. Document it? Yeah. Worst case, it goes into your home movies. Maybe you find some gold. I it. have one video of my kids going down like some like semi-aggressive rapids where a gentleman has died before, an older man. Interesting. And they go down, and I'm while I'm filming them. They come down, I see them, and then they kind of disappear because they're going around the bend, and then they pop out the other side, and they're not on the tubes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Do I have to, like, run up there and fucking do stream Baywatch, you know? Cody Durden was like a teacher, like, you two motherfuckers didn't study for this test, did you? We were like... (laughs) (laughs) I was kind of like, Stan, you, you tell him. You two motherfuckers didn't study for this test. I did. You know what? And I kind of apologize i didn't want to talk to him about his fights though. i wanted to talk about him yeah we wanted to go there i'm the uh, one who brought it to fighting yeah uh, idiot but i remember doing interviews and people being like knowing nothing about me i'm like what why am i even on here right now yeah we did our research a little bit but we know that was good but then uh this weekend some good fights pauliana viana is fighting i love her I don't know who she's fighting, but I'm picking her. But then we'll just go Cub Swanson versus Hakeem Dawadu. Cub Swanson still? I thought he retired. He's fighting Hakeem Dawadu. I thought he retired. Oh. Did he retire and come out of retirement? I think he might have. He's only been fighting once a year for a minute over the last three years. Oof. I think he, no, he fought in 2022. So he's fighting Hakeem Dawadu. Hakeem Dawadu is a tough customer. Yeah. He's coming off a loss, though, too, to Julian Arosa. There was a minute where he was looking like one of the guys, like the next contender. Now he's lost two of his last three. Hakeem. Hakeem, yeah. Yes. He was looking like a problem. Even Cub. Cub hit that little skid and then was going win one, lose one. Yes. I. How old is Cub? He's older than me. He's up there. I think he's 40. 39. I, I'm going... Uh, Dawadu? Yeah, Dawadu. And then one that you have a probably pretty... Did you ever do rounds with Luke? Not really. So Vicente Luque versus Rafael Dos Anjos. Yeah, but Dos Anjos is a different guy. Is he a different guy since USADA? Maybe. I think a lot of those guys are still on some clear shit. Like, I saw BJ Penn, who I actually met this weekend, too, who is a big Dennis Bermudez fan. And, I would really love to get him on. Oh, for sure. We got to try to get that. We definitely, you got to make videos and be like, BJ. But even for me, that was one of my, that's one of the guys. I'm sure for you, too. Be, before every one of my profiles prior to the UFC, I would envision I was going out to fight BJ Penn to get me totally stoked up and ready because the other guys i'm like i'm gonna smoke this guy so in the back i'm like i'm fighting bj penn i would get ready like i'm fighting bj penn going out and i i would keep that intensity when i went out there and i would just maul people oh my god and then if we got him on with street fight stories we'd be like bj we don't want the ones we've seen on video (laughs) give us some of the good ones that we have out there because that's my favorite thing ever that one where they have video of him being drunk getting in a fight getting beat up by the guy going back and being like no 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 we ain't done this fight's not over and then fucking the guy up so the weirdest thing there's this woman fighting this weekend um Jacqueline Amorium so 
her and I somehow, and for some reason, and have been forever, are Facebook friends. Okay. When I started on the Ultimate Fighter, I got a ton of Facebook requests, right? So I actually put Brian Michelino in charge. I'm like, listen, if we have, I think it was like three or three or more mutual friends, add them, and I'll take them as my friend because hours, hundreds and like hundreds and thousands of friend requests I was getting, you know, flooding in. And at first, I was just taking them all because. You know, this is new to me. Like, oh yeah, you can be my friend, you can be my friend. And then I realized there was a, a minimum or a, a, a limit. A limit, yeah. So I was like, I gotta make these count. Like I gotta kind of know them through someone who knows me, you know? And this Jacqueline Amorin must have been one of them. And I watched her start jujitsu, whatever. Um, I think this is her second fight. I think she, I believe she lost her first fight. I always think of the dumb and dumber when they're like look lloyd there's some other hit trackers pick them up <laughs> so in my head i'm like hit her up bring her on and then there's another one that i'm surprised terrence mckinney's on the prelim card oh you're saying the girl who's fighting in the ufc is the girl you know yeah what's her name jacqueline amorim is she attractive this brazilian girl she lives in Florida, I think. American Top Team, yeah. Yeah. I like her. Trains at a good gym. So we'll And then JP buys. I want to get... Did we have him on the show? No, I believe we played phone tag and or... Because him and his girlfriend went yeah. to the contender series. Or we might have tried and, and never heard anything. Were they married? Yeah, and she left him or cheated on him with Roman Delice. Supposedly, allegedly. Right. Yeah. yeah, I want to get him on and talk to him. Because I wanted to have, when I was messaging them, I was messaging them as a couple to come on. Yeah, and I think they were probably like going through turmoil right then. Probably like, who the fuck is this kid trying to get us? And JP's probably like, let's go on the show. Let's go on the show and talk about it. Uh, well, we'll get him on. I know he's done some training with Aldermaine and those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in, in that Las group. Vegas. So I got him. But man, I almost, yeah, we have to have an episode directly to the, I almost didn't do the Nate Diaz, Jake Paul fight and experience justice, but I'll figure out how to put it in words another time. But let's wrap this up. Okay. Luque, Rafael Dos Anjos. Luque was there when I broke my leg. So like my last real training day, Yeah. Luque was there. I was like, oh, I'm about to do a round with Luque. I didn't make it to that round. <laughs> I definitely would have been one of his rounds. Five years ago, Dos Anjos. Maybe six. This weekend, Luke. Oh, you're saying five years ago, Dosanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won 72. You're talking about 155, Dosanos. It didn't matter. Yeah. I believe Luke might have hit a skid. Did Luke hit a skid right now? Yeah. Luke's on a two fight losing streak. Wonderboy and. No. Uh, that was a while ago, Wonderboy. He lost to Bilal and then Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal caught him. Both tough guys. Yeah. And then what's his name? He's coming off a win off of Brian Barberina. Who? RDA. I, Brian Barberina is a super tough guy, but he doesn't look the part for me. I, you know, I, no, but he's got the Diaz, toughness. the Diaz factor, toughness, cardio, durability, which go far. 
you could break yourself on him, like sure. type of thing. Sure. You worry about or look at guys like Conor McGregor, and that's why we'll wrap up. Actually, is like a Conor McGregor could break himself on a tough guy like that. Like if Conor McGregor fought Mike Perry, Mike Perry's more durable. Mike Perry might walk through his shit and be like, "I'm still here, Conor. What's the matter? Your hands broken?" But we'll end there. Conor McGregor was playing around, said he's not going to fight Chandler. He knows everyone wants to see different fights or some shit like that. Say what you told me, because I think you hit the nail on the head. The BMF title. The BMF belt. He should fight Justin Gaethje. Was a lure for Conor McGregor to come back. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mike. Mike Iron Michael Chandler. You just got to take the back seat for this one for the business. Somebody else called out Chandler that I thought made a lot of sense. And he was like, nope, waiting for Conor. Yeah. I think Connor is the one who has to squash it, but I think Dana did an interview and Dana said, no, nah, it's going to be Chandler. Connor's just playing games with you guys, but we got to do Justin Gaethje versus Connor McGregor for the BMF belt. That's how you get Connor back. And you go, Justin, do me a favor. Just go on Twitter. Just tweet him. Just talk some shit about him. T- send him a picture of you with the, with the BMF belt. I don't think Chandler I will get, beats and then when, And then when... I don't think Gregor, McGregor beats Chandler, though. And then when Gaethje pauses, Dana or whoever should go, I'll give you $1 million. Then when he pauses, I'll give you $2 million. Five. <laughs> Five million right now if you just tweet right now, Connor, you're a bitch, and send him a picture of the BMF belt. You trying to make the fight happen or not, Justin? And then Ali will grab the phone and be like, this is me, Justin Gaethje. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the fight is on, you piece of shit, McGregor. You rat. Oh my God! Or oh, that that whole thing. Run it back. Ali's now in Justin Gaethje's corner. Dominance MMA versus McGregor Part Two. Let's do it. I think Gaethje fucks him up. Yes. But there's a realm where Connor walks on water there and catches him. But money. That's a big money fight. Again, Chandler versus him is money. But let's... yeah. But he said stop doing drugs. Let, let, Didn't he say that? Didn't he say yeah, that? Yeah, but who cares? He said, pass a drug test. And then sign the paper. And all the marketing, you could make it how Khabib beat Connor, and then Gaethje's friends with them, with the management, and they're all tied together. And now Connor's back against the next lineage. He's going to fight Gaethje. And if he beats Gaethje, he gets to Islam, cuts the whole line, gets to Islam. Or we do scrap the BMF belt. Gaethje's not going to defend it. He's going to get a title shot. Connor's going to fight Chandler. Next year, motivate Connor. I think Chandler beats McGregor. Maybe. No, I think he does. Yeah, maybe, especially now, probably. Yeah, Connor's broken leg and done. What are we talking about? It's tough to come back from that. He's doing a lot of bike riding. It's easier on the leg. Absolutely. Hopefully, Chris Weidman is doing a lot of bike riding as well. He fights two weeks. We got to get out of here, though. We're doing one of these rambling episodes. All right. Well, see you later.